left the room and she came back. Podcast Sarah. Podcast Sarah has something to say. Hello. <laughs> All right. Hi, Seven Mile Road. Um, happy June. Um, it's Sarah here with Justin and Michael. And it's Pod Sarah. It's Pod Sarah and Pod Michael and Pod Justin. If I have to have a podcast name, you do too. Okay, fine. Great. Anyway, we just wanted to give you an update on what to expect this month here at Seven Mile Melrose. Um, so first of all, we're going to look back at the past weekend. Um, for Memorial Day, we did not meet here in Melrose. We met as Gospel Communities. Yeah, that's right. We took the weekend off as Memorial Day weekend from our weekly rhythm in the building, and we met in our Gospel Communities. And every Gospel Community met, spent some time around the Word, prayed together, ate some good meals. Apparently, somebody played kickball. Mm-hmm. I heard if it was you a very know, intense game. If you want to know anything about that, ask Brooke. Yep. Brooke, who should be on the podcast at some point, we've requested her to be on the podcast. She's been hesitant. I think it's because she doesn't know quite how many people are asking for her to be on the podcast. She has a lot of stories to share. We'd love to hear from her. So a couple cool things that happened this weekend is we all get together, share a meal, and a lot of that is building relational intimacy together. And so it's really important, especially as we move from being a church where everybody knows everybody. And as Jesus keeps adding people to our church, we're going to transition to being a church where we are not going to know everyone, but it's important that we are known. And so those spaces are spaces where it is important for us to know and be known. That is really important, growing in relationships. And the second thing is that in multiple gospel communities this weekend, people who don't know Jesus were invited in to share a meal with our gospel communities. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge win. We want our gospel community times, at least some of those times, to be open invitations for people who don't know Jesus yet. Yeah, that's part of the reason why we do things like that and meet as gospel communities instead of here in Melrose. Yeah, one of the other reasons that it's particularly exciting is because as our church is growing, it becomes more and more important for our gospel communities to be places of connection. We're we're moving from uh, from a church size where everyone can know everyone to a church size where it's it's important that everyone is known. And that happens inside our gospel communities. And so it's super crucial for us to have times like that, uh, to just spend together, getting to know each other, having fun, sharing a meal, um, spending time in, in Psalm 66 together. And so thanks for everybody that contributed to that because we are hearing that it was a really fun, uh, special weekend and a place where people were able to be invited into uh, relationships, into community and that's, that's what we want to be about so that Jesus is known and delighted in. Also, one of the things that happened is people in and around the life of the church jump into gospel communities for the first time this weekend. And mm-hmm. so if that's you, if you are new to the church, if you're starting to get plug- plugged in and you're definitely moving towards membership, then please get in touch with me. My email is justin at sevenmileroad.org. <laughs> uh, my email is Previt at sevenmileroad.org. I would love to get you plugged into a gospel community. We're starting to place people for the fall. We have a couple new gospel communities being launched, and so we'd love to find a space for you to fit in. That's right. So gospel communities will kind of start to ramp down after another month or so, but then they'll ramp back up in August. So that would be a perfect time to really get connected and jump into a gospel community if you're not yet a part of one. So a little bit later this month, Justin, you get to do something really exciting. You're traveling to Scotland. 
Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and why you're going specifically? Yeah, the Acts 29 Church Planning Network that we're a part of uh, and, and gladly a part of is having a vision trip for church uh, churches in the U.S. to be partnering with churches in Scotland, in the Highlands region of Scotland. There's a number of Acts 29 churches there. Um, I believe it's six that are in, in need of partners. And one of the things we are so excited about is is church planting. Yeah. And so myself and a pastor from one of the other Seven Mile Road churches is going to be um, heading over to meet church planters, spend some time in the churches, spend some time praying, spend some time praying uh, for the area, and just getting to see if there's a way that we could be connecting and helping those churches help people know Jesus. Um, and then I think you had another church planning update for us. Yeah. So another update is about Seven Mile Road Church in Gulu, Uganda. Um, so we've been praying for a while and people that are following along in the Family Life channel mm-hmm. on on Seven Mile Road Slack uh, would would know that that church is is new, but is, has been having a tough time with space. The, they met in a hotel conference room and the hotel changed ownership, changed management, and started being very, very unkind mm-hmm. to them and pretty much forced them out. Um, they were trying to force them out, and then they actually did force them out and say, you can't meet here anymore. And so they were without space, and that was a big concern mm-hmm. uh, for them. And uh, we were, we've been talking through some different options to see how we could be helping uh, the church there. And in that time, as we were praying, uh, a connection was formed uh, with someone else in the community that had a, a new building that was just built and they, they were able to figure out how they could be meeting there and they're they're doing great. So great. it's been really exciting to see God answer prayers there. It's been exciting to know that people here are praying for our brothers and sisters around, uh, around the globe uh, there. And then additionally, one other exciting thing was um, Pastor Richard was approved as an Acts 29 yep. uh, church planner. He went through the assessment process with his wife and they went through that and... Um, it's really exciting. It's another way that we are helped by Acts 29. For people who don't have a general idea, could you give like a one-minute explanation of what somebody goes through for that process? Yeah. Yeah, so for someone that's wanting to, to plant a church, um, the the process, it starts off with big online forms. Uh, it's very very detailed around theology and, and history and belief and what it looks like for you to follow Jesus, your personal giftings. And then there's an assessment conference that someone would go to and they would meet with a team, uh, with an assessment team that is more familiar with their region, which is one of the super helpful things mm-hmm. is that uh, there was actually an assessment conference in Gulu. There are, there's another Acts 29 church there and there were, there's a region or a department that is built to help people um, in places that are just not like our context be assessed to be church planners that know more what's going on there and are able to be helpful in those ways. And so there's a team of people that helped see them through this process of making sure that they were healthy spiritually, their marriage is healthy, their their faith is healthy, and that there's people around them helping them. And they they got through that, and uh, it was a really sweet thing because they were able to say, "Hey, here's some things we would like to see some more some more work on." And Pastor Richard took time and went went back and worked hard on those things. And yeah, it's it's really been a great thing because it's allowed us. Uh, to to encourage him and um, for Acts 29 to serve him and his family in the church there and us because this gives a way that we can understand uh, what's going on there in better ways. We just wanted to give you an update on um, what to expect on Sundays um, here in Melrose in June. Um, there's no big surprises. We're back in the building um, every Sunday of June 
Anything else to add? No, so we're going to keep going through the Gospel of Luke, which... I know we've been saying this every month, but we really are almost done. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be in the Gospel of Luke. I think Einstein said time is relative, and also how much time you spend in a book is relative to its size. So being almost done with Luke is like starting a letter of Paul to a smaller church. All right. <laughs> so this month we're going to be spending in the Gospel of Luke. This is going to be our last four weeks until September, and then we'll have one last month mm-hmm. in September. And so we've had a great and beautiful journey through the Gospel of Luke together, and we're excited to finish that strong. So uh, let's, be, let's be excited and hopeful mm-hmm. uh, for those times and praying for sweet times in God's Word together. Can we get a preview this. of what preaching in July and August will be? We're going to be in the Psalms. Cool. The book of Psalms. Great. Uh, for July and August. So awesome. it's going to be a, a really fun time. It'll be a little bit different time. Mm-hmm. And one that I'm looking forward to. Awesome. So. One other thing for Sundays in June is that we've been full. We, we know that. If we look around, we know that there are um, there's less seats available mm-hmm. and it's a little more crowded. But that's an answer to prayer. We've been, cro- we've been praying that the, the gospel would be growing deeper in our lives and the church, church would be growing um, larger as mm-hmm. more people come to believe Jesus. And that's happening. And yeah. we've got a ton to rejoice in. But just know that that means it is a little bit more full. So please squeeze into the middle of those rows. Uh, when we need to, we'll, we'll roll out some extra seats. And uh, thanks for thanks for sticking with us through that. And we ask that you'd keep praying for more and more uh, good news to hit uh, good soil so that Jesus would be glorified and more and more people would have joy in him. Um, yeah, so it's been crowded, but we have room for everyone. So a few um, logistical things and a few dates to keep you updated for this month. Um, So just this past weekend, the older section of student ministry met for some ice cream and had a great time. And then Mm -hmm. the younger section of student ministry has an event coming up, right? Yeah, that's right. This Saturday, June 3rd at 12 p.m., they're going to meet at Richardson's, which is in Middleton. Yep. It's pretty fun. They have... uh, well, the cows there that they make the milk from, mm-hmm. and then they turn them into ice cream. Uh, but they also have... Um, mini golf, it right? Is it, is it a driving range or is it a mini... Is they have mini? both. I think they have both. They have a driving range, putt-putt, and they have batting cages batting too? Cages. And batting cages, It's a full-service yeah. facility. A, f- a full-service facility. <laughs> All entertainment needs that you would need for fourth and fifth graders are provided. Perfect. You do need to pay for them, though. There's not a car wash. Is that the preferred entertainment for fourth and fifth graders? I'm not the sure car why wash? all of those activities require a car wash too. <laughs> you can't even vacuum your car there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that very helpful update, Justin. <laughs> for some reason, that didn't make our e- our parent email, but maybe next time we'll include it. There's no car wash. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing. Okay. Um, I don't know how to segue out of that either. And then the um, the fourth and fifth graders will continue meeting as usual Sunday mornings mm-hmm. and sixth through eleventh Sunday evenings. That's right. Right? Through through June. Okay. Right. And then what happens in July? In July, all the student ministry rhythms will halt. Okay. We'll take a break for four weeks and then we'll start back up in August. Great. Yep. Cool. Sounds good. And if you are a parent of mm-hmm. one of those students, um, if you have a child finishing third grade all the way up through a senior in high school, mm-hmm. um, coming up for you is our annual parents' breakfast on June 25th. Um, Michael, can you tell us what parents should expect at the parents' breakfast? Mm-hmm. Breakfast? Yes, With food. other parents. Great. <laughs> uh, breakfast 
And we would love to get some time with you as leaders mm-hmm. to just recap the year, remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing, and then it'll be a natural close to the student ministry year. Great. Um, and if you have a third grader who will be joining mm. kind of the student ministry section for the first time, this is a great way to kind of orient, in- orient them, yeah. orient you as a parent and orient your student to mm-hmm. what to expect for the coming year in student ministry. That's right. Sarah, that's not the only thing that's happening that day. That's right. That same day, we kind of mark the last Sunday in June as the unofficial end of the church year. Um And we have an all-church picnic planned on that Sunday right after church. Um, So the plan is we'll have Sunday service as usual, and then bring your own lunch, but we will all meet at the Melrose Common. B-Y-O-L. B-Y-O-L. So on June 25th, um, right after church, bring your own lunch and your own seating, whether that's a chair or a blanket, um, and we'll just enjoy the afternoon together. If you have any lawn games, please bring them, um, and we'll have a cooler full of slush. So we'll provide dessert, you provide lunch, um, and it's so far we've always had really nice weather. So hopefully again this year, it'll just be a great afternoon together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even figure out who's better at kickball if we have a GC Ooh. tournament. I've heard there's some serious kickball coaching that happens. And then the Sunday after that, the first Sunday in July, um, we will not be meeting in Melrose. Um, Just like we did this past weekend for Memorial Day, on the the July 4th weekend, we will meet as gospel communities and have no church in Melrose. I just want to give people a picture of what it's like when we're recording the podcast. So right now, if you were to look around the podcasting table, there's a laptop. There's drinks. There's a coffee some cup. Coffee, you know. Yeah, there's some there's some pieces of paper with stuff on it. And then there's but, Michael. And then there's Michael. And over on Michael's side, there's a box that's holding his lunch. It's not like a like a bento box. It's not a lunch box. No. This I, is like a toolbox. Yeah, I think so. I've come up with three things that this box okay. could do besides holding his lunch. The first one, Sarah, you can tell me which one's best. Yep. The first one is that it could hold pills for a two-week trip. Yeah, it could do that with assigned days. <laughs> it may have a dating mechanism on top. It could also hold assorted screws. Definitely. Maybe like maybe IKEA sells one of those mm-hmm. for all the extra parts that you end up with. The third thing is that it could hold parts for a model airplane. You missed yes. an obvious one. It could also hold my bait and hooks for fishing. Yes, I, I was thinking like a fishing toolbox is what it yeah. looks like. Either way, that's what's going on in the podcast room now. I just want to give you guys a, a little look into life here. Just in case you're wondering, I have no regrets. And while they were busy mocking me, I finished my lunch. Well, we all finished our lunch before our scheduled podcast time. We take the podcast so. seriously. We have to be properly fueled for this. All right. Well, that's a wrap for your June update. It is. You know it won't fit in my lunchbox? A wrap. A wrap. Mm-hmm. But if you had wraps for the whole month, you could cut it into <laughs> just portions. cut cut it into like twelve portions, and then you just slide one into each slot. Yeah, then you can just put it right in the ice box. What ice box? Do you bring fishing? Oh, got it. <laughs> All right, bye. Love you guys.